thanks for joining us for this episode of Reflections from the Front, The Experiences of Women Veterans, a podcast created by VA History Office interns Parker Beverly and Hannah Nelson. Today, we are speaking with former Army 2nd Lieutenant Regina Benson, who served in the Second World War. We are also joined by her daughter, Phyllis Benson. Benson was a member of the Army Nurse Corps, an organization established as a permanent body of the Army by Congress in 1901. Like the First World War, the Second World War marked a crucial turning point for the involvement of women in military service, with approximately 350,000 women serving in World War II. Benson was one such individual, working as a nurse in the Pacific Theater from 1944 to 1946. In 2020, she was awarded the Angel of Honor Award at the 14th Annual Angels of the Battlefield Ceremony for her bravery and dedication throughout the war. Benson is also the oldest female World War II veteran in Virginia. Could you tell me a little bit about your backstory, um, about life growing up and where you're from? I'm from Philadelphia. Were you a part of a big family? Did you have siblings? Yes, I have uh, four brothers, five brothers and four sisters. Interesting. Uh, well, I was one of them. <laughs> so actually three sisters. <laughs> now, were any of your family members in the military? Oh, my brothers. Yeah, but I mean, not any of the girls. Was your father in the military as well? No. Her parents immigrated from Italy. Oh, wow. How, how neat. So they, they, you were a part of the, the first generation in America. Yes, first generation. I've lived in an Italian section in Philadelphia. When you were in school, did you have a, a favorite subject that you enjoyed studying? Yeah, have a, a favorite subject. Mm-hmm. But I have math is what I like best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I need uh, some help with math, do you want me to come to you? <laughs> yeah, that's easy. Math was easy. When did you first enter military service and why did you decide to do so? Oh, I entered the service uh, after I graduated uh, nursing school. In nursing school because my friends were going into the service, so I I followed them. We were three friends together and we remained together all through our life, even today. Wow, that's really cool. And we Uh, served together, and they kept us together. Wow. So were you all from Philadelphia, or had you moved at this point? No, we we were all from Philadelphia, all from the same nursing nursing school. You know, the three of them went from nursing school and joined together. It's amazing that we stayed together. But one of them is still living also. I mean, so the longevity of two of them. That's died a few years ago, and they used to get together every year. Uh, several times they, you know, meet up together since they lived in different parts of the country. That's so sweet, and that's so cool that you guys stayed together throughout your entire careers. And yeah. I think and the we're still th- friends today who are left. <laughs> the other thing is that when she moved here with me, Parker, there's a woman across the street who was also a World War II nurse. And the two of them met and they became instant friends. I think that military connection really, you know, you always hear about the guys and the buddies, but, you know, I think it exists for the women as well. The women had their buddies too. (laughs) What did your family think of you deciding to join the military? They weren't happy. (laughs) 
Yeah, well, they were afraid that I would get injured or killed. And they had four sons. They didn't want the fifth person. Exactly, exactly. There's too many. Do you happen to remember what the training process was like whenever you first entered military service? It was difficult because I wasn't used to being told what to do and, and marching. Yeah, and I, and I couldn't march to music because somehow or other, I, 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 I used to say I was tone deaf <laughs> because I was always on the wrong foot. Uh, yeah, then I had to learn to fight a gun and I didn't know how. And they taught, taught us how to fire. Oh, wow. She was going overseas. She had to be able to swim the length of a pool and she didn't know how to swim. I didn't know how to swim. <laughs> <laughs> and they tested me and of course they couldn't see me under the water that I would touch the bottom and walk a little bit. And then they thought I was swimming, but I was not. I wasn't able to swim when I when I was overseas. Wow, that that was bad on my part. Yes, I, dangerous, huh? <laughs> yeah, somehow I, I just couldn't learn to swim. I knew all the motions and everything, but I couldn't get my body up. So, could you tell me a little bit about your role in the military? What did you do during World War II? I was an army nurse, yeah, and uh, we we took care of the sick and the dying in the different hospitals, even at home or overseas, in uh, Okinawa, Hawaii, and uh, Japan. I stayed with the army, so as they moved, I moved with them. In terms of what she did, they, she, they were setting up field hospitals in Okinawa and Japan. Yes. And then, you know, caring for the wounded, but they were just, you know, tenth hospitals. Yes, yeah, so you were really on the front lines, I would say, right? Right. Oh, well, yeah, we were on the ship going from Hawaii to Okinawa, and we come to, we uh, bumped into this tremendous typhoon. So it was so uh, bad that our captain came up and said he decided to let us go down with the ship. You know what happened? They all got down on their knees, started praying, yeah. <laughs> stopped gambling. <laughs> and, uh, but then uh, the, everything was so quiet and still. We were going through the eye of the storm. And so everybody went back to their old, <laughs> old businesses of, uh, you know, gambling and doing whatever they were doing. <laughs> instead of getting, instead of thanking God that we were saved, we went back to our old ways. Uh, the war, the war wasn't, was over, but the people that were in the hills, when they came down, they didn't know the war was over, so they kept shooting at us. It was in Japan. 
that this took place. And the, the Japanese women were so grateful, you know, that, uh, that they invited us to their homes for dinner. And we went. <laughs> That's really neat. Were you stationed mainly in Japan? Is that where you spent most of your time? You know, I'm not sure, Parker, how it broke down between the three locations. After basic training, they were assigned to Hawaii, um, <clears throat> which is after um, Pearl Harbor. So they were helping men with the wounded who were still there. Yeah. And then they took them out to Okinawa and then on to Japan. <clears throat> they treated some of the um, atomic bomb victims as well. During your time in the military, did you know many other service women? Were there many other females with you? I had my three friends were with me and they stayed with me the whole time we were in the service. But how many women? There a lot of women? No, there wasn't. There weren't that many women in the service. They, the men didn't like the women in the service. And we were not allowed to in the operating, because I was an operating nurse. and. And uh, but uh, later, on, later. later on, they changed that nurses weren't allowed in the operating room. In the beginning, they weren't Parker, but then later on, I guess, as they realized that the women were capable, they let them in. What what was the public opinion about women serving in the military at the time? A public opinion. They didn't feel women should be in the service. They didn't find, feel they were strong enough to go into combat, prove them wrong. <laughs> That's right, you sure did, you sure did. That such an inspiration for sure. <laughs> How were women treated as part of the military? Did, do you think that women were treated unfairly? No, they were treated with respect, but uh, they, they uh, didn't want us doing, you know, anything and, and made, just taking care of the sick. Because of everywhere we went, we had, had to take two escorts with us because of, so that we wouldn't be attacked and raped, you know. It wasn't only the enemy, it was even our guys that did that because they haven't seen women around. So they, they were also guilty of attacking us. We had to go to the bathroom, well, two of them. And so one went in to make sure it was all clear before or we could go in. Could you describe your contributions during your time in service? Oh, I took care of the sick. And also for the, the families of, their, of the sick, we, we always rode home to their family to let them know how that their son was all right and they were not dying alone that we were there with for them. Wow, I, I bet that brought so much peace of mind to their families back home. Yes. Now at this point, were, were you married? Uh, no, I wasn't married at the time. I met my husband in Honolulu during the war and we, we got together after the war and married. How do you think military service changed you? Well, I was more aware of the people and, the, you know, and, the, and this, my surroundings. So I was more 
careful of what I did and what I didn't do. <laughs> and I was proud of my country and for what it stood for. Once the war ended, what was the adjustment like to civilian life? It wasn't that easy because in the service, they told you what to do. But in civilian life, I had to, I had to make my own decisions and then they weren't always right. I decided after I left the service, I wanted to get married and continue nursing. Now, did you stay in Philadelphia or did you move? I got, no, I, I got married and I am in, uh, in New Jersey where my husband was from. How did your family and friends, what did they think when you returned home? They were happy I was back home. Yes. And safe. <laughs> no, of course they feel that I changed because of the experience I had. I, I, I looked differently at the world yes. than, than I did before the service. So do you think that society's perceptions of women changed because of women like yourself that served in World War II? Oh, for, uh, yes, I do. They respect women today more uh, for what they can do. And they, they don't think they're just little... <laughs> nannies you know <laughs> they didn't realize they have the courage to, to serve as well as they the men do absolutely yeah there's so many women that serve in the military today yeah many women are making it their career thank you for joining us for this edition of reflections from the front we hope you enjoyed our conversation with regina benson one of the shining examples of women making a difference on the battlefield Please join us for our next episode featuring an interview with Sue Ellen Hudson, who served on the home front during the Vietnam era.